0: guys welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable live. my dear hannah is on here and i wanted to invite her on to tell us her story of life on the road for a year she um up and packed up and i'll let her tell us the timeline but took her family on the road after selling their house and what an extraordinary experience and i wanted to hear the pros the cons and ultimately what lessons they took from it so hannah take it away Hi, Nikki. So happy to be here today. I am obsessed with your podcast. So let's just say when you invited me um, on today, I fangirled just a little bit. Um, so definitely keep up the good work. I think you're definitely um, having some really interesting people on and I've been enjoying your content. Um, but yeah, so we we absolutely did do that. It sounds a little crazy in retrospect, um, but it really was Uh, It's such a life-changing experience that we all went through. So just a little bit of the timeline. we, My husband, Marcus, and I have been together since 2009. We bought our first home in 2011. And it was a little bitty postage stamp-sized home in Newburgh. And we really enjoyed renovating it, adopting way more dogs than we had any business adopting. And um, generally just enjoying being homeowners. When we had our first... Um, my son, Odin, we ended up moving from that little home in Newburg into a slightly larger home in um, Chandler. So that was the next home in our journey. And we really enjoyed having the extra space and filling the extra space with lots of stuff. And then when we decided to start planning towards our second, who ultimately um, became Sweet Luna, who is um, just an absolute terror. I don't even know why I called her sweet. That's second child syndrome. But anyways, when we started planning towards having our second, we decided we needed even more space. And so we moved to this beautiful hundred-year-old farmhouse on the west side that was really only beautiful to us. So we started from the the literal foundation of the home to the roof. There's not an aspect of that house that we did not touch, update, upgrade somehow. And that was just a fantastic experience. That last home that we lived in was in 2021 during the pandemic. And um, that's where we brought Luna home. And we enjoyed two beautiful Christmases with the babies until I started drowning in stuff. There was uh, going from a, a 900 square foot home to a 1300 square foot home to a 2500 square foot home. We experienced the American spread. We just filled, filled rooms, um, um, took hand-me-downs, enjoyed um, lots of space for lots of activities. And ultimately, it ended up feeling a little claustrophobic to us. And uh, my husband um, was just getting into TikTok at the time. This was in, oh, this was just, yeah, this was a year and a half ago. Yep. He was getting into TikTok at the time, and he came and showed me this channel um, collection of little videos by this family who lived in their RV, and it was fascinating. It It was an entire home in 300 square feet, and they had kids in there, and they had pets in there, and they cooked in there, and they played, and they loved, and they traveled, and they saw new things, and I was immediately obsessed. Um, and it was the answer that I was really looking for to, to the problem we were experiencing. It was the answer, um, the clarification to our next step. And so we jumped in. We jumped in feet first. Um, I don't necessarily, in hindsight, <laughs> recommend just jumping in whole hog. It does take quite a bit of planning that we ended up doing after the fact that would have been easier to do before the fact, but uh, we did, we jumped in and we secured our camper. We um, secured a vehicle to haul it. We listed our home for sale and slowly started um, the unraveling process of years worth of accumulated stuff. And it was, it was hard, but it was necessary. And we still kept more than we needed to we put um had an amazing resource on my parents property to be able to put a storage barn on their property and so i kept bins and bins and bins of things that i thought i couldn't bear to part with that now a year and a half later are still in those bins in my new garage so definitely that's a spring cleaning plan to go through those but uh, where we went from there um, we, we did it. We sold our house. We moved into the camper and we parked it first because uh, I was still working full time. Well, I am still working full time, but with my job, I needed to be locally present. So we parked it first at Burdett park, um, which for those of you familiar with the Evansville area, it's on the West side and it's beautiful. It is just a, a beautiful scenic, peaceful campground. And we were semi-stationary, um, and to those of you not familiar with the the full-time RV community stationary means that you are wheels down in one spot for longer than really a month. Um, and so we were we were at Burdett for a few months, um, getting loose ends wrapped up at my work. And then um in October of 2020, I'm getting my years messed up. 20, I don't even remember this had been 2021 21 or 22 how old am i anyways in october we packed up the camper and the kids and the dogs and we hauled it down to gulf shores um we realized pretty quickly that rv travel can be expensive we calculated it down to about a dollar a mile when it comes to the gas um the maintenance on our haul vehicle Um, it it came out to about a dollar a mile. So we realized quickly that the financial burden of that plus the added stress of travel days on young children specifically, you'll find all kinds of families on YouTube or TikTok that go everywhere. And travel days are no big deal. They've got older kids who pile in the car with their tablets and it's just what they do. But with our youngins, we try to limit those travel days keep them as reasonable as possible. So we um, set our sights on Gulf Shores. And we stayed first in um, Foley, Alabama, which is actually just north of Gulf Shores, at a resort called Anchors Away, which was just beautiful. It was so um, warm (laughs) at a time when Evansville was not warm. And we um, um, met some really awesome people there. Um, enjoyed fishing in the lake they had. And of course, being Gulf Shores adjacent, there were all kinds of things that we could do with the kids. Um, And I was working remotely during this time. So in order to kind of balance working remotely with still having obligations with my business back in Evansville, every few weeks, I would travel up to Evansville, um, bringing Odin with me and leaving uh, Marcus and Luna down in Gulf Shores. And I would travel up and we'd spend a few days here in town at my parents' house, um, enjoying their hospitality and um, being present in Evansville as much as we needed to. Um, we brought the camper back for Christmas, and that was fun. That was amazing. We it was such an experience to park, We literally parked our camper in my parents' backyard for two weeks at Christmas time, and it was such an unbelievable blessing to be able to just walk out of our house and over to my parents' house to, you know, have a cup of coffee with my mom or, um, ask if they could hang with the kids so we could have a date night, stuff like that. So, um, so we did definitely still come back and enjoy holidays, um, with our families and we kept those memories as consistent as possible for the kids. Um, then from there, we spent the next three months actually in Gulf Shores, um, at a little resort called Island Retreat, which is um, kind of partway between like Gulf Shores and um, um, oh, whatever the heck that island is called. You wouldn't think I lived in Gulf Shores for almost a year, but anyways, it's it was direct. It was Bayside, not Gulfside. It was Bayside. Anyways, if you're down there, you know what that means. Um, and what was really interesting about being in Gulf Shores during off season, which is, I mean, January, February, March, that's definitely off season, um, was that we had front row to pretty much anything we wanted to do. We could go to the zoo. We could do um, the mini golf. We could go to the arcade. We could um, um, do go-karts. We could go get ice cream or sit at the hangout literally right on the beach. And there's practically, in fact, the hangout, if you have an opportunity to go to Gulf Shores during off season, I recommend you do it because you're not battling crowds and it's not ridiculously hot, but it's still really scenic. Um, Our favorite restaurant was the hangout. We would go there Thursday nights and we would get the barbecue nachos and we would all enjoy that as a family. And um, what we realized in January and February is that they actually shut half of the entire dining area of the hangout down for um, crafting like literally crafting grandmothers, they would be in there with their crickets out and their laptops out and their sewing machines and their um, scrapbooks piled all over half of the tables of the hangout. So it was really interesting because we had been to Gulf Shores before during peak season in September, I guess August September that time. So we'd seen what it looked like packed full of people, and it was it was a fun experience to see how how chill and simple it felt. And so this whole time we're in this camper, Um, it's got all like the normal camper maintenance that you have to do. Um, We were in full hookup. So we had, you know, basically like a sewer hookup and a water hookup. And that wasn't something that um, took a whole lot of time, but um, there were normal maintenance issues. Like we decided to replace a couple faucets because they were starting to leak. we could not for the life of us figure out where a leak was coming from in the basement. As I called it the basement, it's the underbelly of the camper. So my husband had to spend a whole weekend down there of just tearing it apart to find it. But what's really interesting though, is that it's not, it's campers are not a house. Like they, they're not built the same as a house. They are built super, super lightweight. They have to be so lightweight so that they can travel down the road that Things in a normal house that would be metal, that would be wood, are going to actually be PVC or balsa or something lightweight so that it's not adding that additional weight. And so um, then those types of materials would have their own type of maintenance required. So Marcus actually realized that he's somewhat of a, and this was super, super handy for us to realize this, but he's somewhat of a savant when it comes to maintenance on RVs. And so he spent some time studying, we debated him actually getting his licensing in RV repair, but we ended up moving on from that thought because it was going to take too much time away from the family. But, um, he was the guy that, um, pretty much everyone in the park, whichever one we were at would come to if they couldn't figure out how to uh, back into the spot. If they were having a hard time leveling their camper, if something was going funky in their piping, their wiring, something with the camper, uh, they would come over and grab them and he would get paid. Um, usually they'd give him I don't know, like a 20 in cash or whatever. I think we got a dozen eggs one time. Like, I don't even know if, if they offered something, he would, he would accept it as a thank you. But, um, that was a fun experience too. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of camaraderie in those RV parks. Um, and being especially in Gulf Shores during the off season with all of the snowbirds, um, we made a lot of friends with people from everywhere. We met people from um, like our neighbor, our neighbor when we were at Anchors Away was from Minnesota and we had another neighbor who was from Canada And then, uh, we met people who were from Massachusetts, you know, and everyone's just coming down to enjoy the, the, the sun and the mild weather. It's a lot easier to overwinter with a camper someplace that's more mild than, uh, than someplace that gets a lot of snow. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of our experience of, oh, I guess that's not the full year then when we, um, finished up in Gulf Shores, we came back north and we parked at the 4-H Center in Evansville. And we had a plan. We had a whole grand plan of being in Evansville for three months. We were doing three-month chunks. So we were going to be in Evansville for three months. And then we had our campgrounds booked. We were going north to the Michigan Dunes. Um, And then I have family in um, Michigan, in Chicago, and then north in Minnesota. So we were then going to go north had all the campgrounds booked. It was going to be a blast. And we hit a little snag in our trip, our, our drive vehicle, my husband's truck, the one that we bought specifically because it was rated to haul a, a 41 foot camper, uh, broke. And, uh, we took it to the dealership. It was still under warranty, but they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Went through several rounds of diagnostics and they finally settled on the transmission again under warranty. So not not an expensive repair, thankfully, but in terms of our plans of what we wanted to do next in our, our traveling trip, um, it felt at the time devastating. It felt absolutely devastating because I, I felt grounded. I felt like my wings were clipped just when I was really enjoying being able to go anywhere. Um, so we pivoted and we ended up staying at the 4-H longer than, than our original reservation was and then from there we went to because if you can imagine being in a campground in in evansville in june and july is just very warm it's very warm out and we were supposed to be north and we weren't north so we went back to my parents property parked it for a couple of weeks there um until i got on zillow (laughs) and i thought okay we're here I don't know how long this repair is going to take i'm i'm feeling i don't like to be in a small space like this in this heat we are supposed to go north since we're here we're just going to put our roots back down and it actually had been um a full year minus one week when we got back under contract on our next home and so we did buy, an, it's in, in the full-time RV community, it's called a Sticks and Bricks. So we did buy uh, a Sticks and Bricks, then in August of last year, and um, we've got our, our camper is parked on the property. We made sure to get one that was big enough that we could have it here. We put a lot of um, effort into installing hookups for it, and it, it became invaluable over the holidays. I had family staying in it almost every weekend over the holidays. Um, Using it as like a guest base, but ultimately we do plan to get it back in Gulf Shores and find a spot down there where we can leave it for maybe three to six months at a time and enjoy it as a vacation spot. So um, it definitely ended a little faster than I had anticipated, but I don't regret it though because Odin had just turned five and we were able to get him back into the same preschool he had been in before and he is absolutely loving it. He had a year where he was up our butts every single day, and now he actually is back being able to enjoy that time with his friends and his teachers and actually prepare for school next year, and I feel like that's a step that he really needed that I hadn't been thinking. I myself was homeschooled, and I did not intend to homeschool him, um, and so I didn't, and on the road there, there were educational opportunities, you know, but probably not enough to even write a blog post about, you know, libraries and zoos and parks and whatnot, but he really needed some more structure and I'm glad for it. I've noticed that he's been a lot more level tempered since we came back. Um, Now Luna is Luna, bless her. She, she couldn't care if we were on the road or if we were, you know, in our home every single night, as long as she's with us. And that's, that is my main, my main takeaway is I realized with this year on the road and the year living in, you know, 300 square foot camper hauled behind my husband's truck is that I can survive on surprisingly little. Um, I didn't need all of the bins that I left at my parents' house that I thought I was going to need. I didn't need all of the stuff that I, you know, cried as I boxed up and sold when we moved our home. I didn't need any of that. I just needed that safe space for my, for my children, that cozy space for our family just to exist together. That was my biggest lesson. And so, I mean, the house that we bought last year, not even a thousand square foot. It's like, I learned my lesson. I'm like, okay, I I can be content with this. This is all that we need. And it really helped kind of, um, provide that lesson to us. And I don't regret it for a day. I don't doubt for one second that people are going to have questions. So if they do, um, I would kindly ask that they just go ahead and reach out to me and I will forward them on to you. But thank you so much for sharing that. What an extraordinary experience. Um, Definitely you have led an unbelievable life for sure as well. (laughs) And I, I greatly appreciate you sharing that with us. So again, if anybody has any questions, They can shoot them my way and I will send them your direction and um, everybody take care. Have a blessed, wonderful rest of the day. And thank you again. Thank you, Nikki, for having me on today. And I'm happy to share um, our experiences in more detail, the resources that we put together with our year on the road um, and really just tips and tricks um, for any level of RV enthusiast. Um, happy to help share. So definitely please uh, reach out to Nikki. Um, She'll get you in contact with me and um, we'll get you on the road too.